The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. I will not wear the mask. 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 I will not wear a mask. I will not get the vaccine. I will not get the vaccine. And I will not get the vaccine. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust, and I will not be afraid. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day. For the Lord is the great God, and the great King above all. Rise up, O judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked chime? Righteousness and justice are the foundation of this I hate the work of those who fall away. With my mouth I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness you shall stand. On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp, with harmonious sound. For you, O Lord, have made me glad through your works. I will you, triumph Lord, in the works of your are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I will defy tyrants. 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 And with that, good morning, America. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people, all the boat rockers in the house, and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio. We use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina, uh, the editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and for Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. We're going to get into some of that in just a little bit. Uh, so uh, if you'd like to check us out online, please do so. SonsOfLibertyRadio.com and also SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio and you want to watch the video portion of the radio show, that's right, you can see the face that's made for radio, head over to SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. Left side of the page uh, there, there's two videos on the top of the screen. The left side is Bradley's show from yesterday, so you can watch that up until 3 p.m. Eastern today, and then it will be live with the new show today, all right? And then tomorrow will be for two hours, same time, 3 3 p.m. Eastern. Two hours of Bradley Dean if you want to catch that, okay? And then on the right side of the page is where we're streaming the morning show live uh, today, and so just click on the play button, blow it up on whatever device you have, and then uh, take and click on Rumble, uh, 
in the right-hand corner. That'll take you over into the chat, and uh, you can make some new friends over there. Of course, Discord is open. I've dropped that link in all of our chats. Uh, that is a big place if you want to gather there for chat. Uh, some people do. Some people don't. They're comfortable wherever they're at, whether it's on beforeitsnews.com, top of the page, where we're streaming live there, or dlive.tv at the Sons of Liberty or Twitch at Setting Brush Fires, or if you got a Roku device, we're on uh, Cutting Edge TV over there on Roku, and we appreciate those guys carrying us as well. Right up under where we're streaming live is where you can sign up for our newsletter. We appreciate your support in that. And then if you would like to support us financially in what we do on radio, internet, and out among the people in the 50 states, uh, teaching our Christian and constitutional heritage, uh, and a number of other things, then there's a donate button at the top of sonsoflibertymedia.com. Click on that, make a one-time donation, or you can become a partner with us, a monthly partner as a son or daughter of liberty. And that link is also set up there at the top of the page. Our store is available. Again, we don't really make anything over that. Uh, these are these are items that you guys um, requested. And so this week we're highlighting our Cowards Will Not Preserve the Republic t-shirt. Normally $20, it's got some great artwork on the front, and then it has the quote, this republic was not established by cowards, and cowards will not preserve it. Uh, Multiple colors here, as you can see, those of you who are watching, um, 10 different colors to choose from. And this week only, through tomorrow night, Saturday night at midnight, you can get 15% off any of these shirts uh, with the promo code PRESERVE. Made it pretty simple. It's right there in the title of the shirt. Preserve will get you 15% off. I know some of you guys already have it. In fact, it's kind of interesting. Uh, ben, who we had on yesterday, Ben Davis, great interview. If you missed that, uh, you don't, You need to go back and watch it. Now, that's available on Sons of Liberty. I had somebody ask me, Tim, where are the archives? I've look, they're looking for like a tab for archives. There's not a, there's not a tab. I probably should have one <laughs> for archives. Uh, but what I mean by archive is I'm, I'm just making it an article. So it's an article for that day. So if you miss something from that day, go down, just scroll down through the things on the page, uh, the articles on the page, and you'll see the date that you want. And then there's usually like 10 articles for that day. Just look for the one that has the same title or something similar as to whatever the video platform is you were looking for it on. Okay, And that's where all of the stuff gets stuck. So things that we're going to make mention of today will have all of that. Uh, in here. Matter of fact, before I bring on our guest and we get to our topic, um, let me give you a couple of uh, headlines here from SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. Dr. Anthony Fauci owns a patent on SARS-CoV-2 GP120 HIV insertion. Now, that shouldn't surprise anybody considering he's got a plethora of patents, so does the CDC and others who are involved in this whole pandemic scandemic. That shouldn't surprise anybody because they're here to make money. They're not here to make you well. In fact, I was just seeing the headline this morning uh, where, oh, don't don't worry, some more scariants are coming. See, they're not going to let up on you. They're going to keep pushing it because you haven't pushed back hard enough. Okay? You haven't pushed back hard enough. And they're not going to let up. They're just going to keep pushing it on you. So that's not gone away. It's just it's a temporary step back. They get two steps forward, one step back, right? Also, it's not COVID. It's 5G. This is an interesting uh, video, 12 to 15 minutes. You'll see the effects of 5G, of it being turned on and what it's doing to people. And I said all along, I think this is the real culprit over why people were getting sick. And there's a great little book. I may mention it before. Arthur um, Furstenberg. We invited him on the show. He didn't want to come on the show because we use the Bible. 
okay, that's fine, whatever. Uh, but the book that he wrote was actually pretty good history, The Invisible Rainbow, A History of Electricity and Life. I would highly recommend you read it if you haven't read it. It's very, it's very interesting, the effects of above-ground electrical grids and uh, even electricity used uh, on the body for health purposes and stuff like that. The effects are pretty incredible. I mean, they really are. And I'd highly recommend that. But take a look at that video. I'll leave it up to your discretion as to what you think is going on. And uh, anyway, yeah, check that out. It's not COVID, it's 5G. Also at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, before you stand with Ukraine, know your own history. This young lady, this is another video. This is another young lady. Uh, she speaks about America's own history. See, we're trying to take the moral high ground over this, whatever's going on in Ukraine. Who knows what's going on? Who knows if the whole thing's fabricated or what? You know what's real going on there and what's not. But for America to take try to take the high moral ground over going and invading other countries is incredibly hypocritical. Incredibly hypocritical. And uh, you say, "Are you or do do you just hate the United States?" No, I don't hate the United States. I just think if you're going to sit here and you're going to lecture people about morality and invading other countries and all this other stuff. Well, then you better have a clean nose, too, okay? Some of that's going to tie in what we're going to talk about today. And trust me, you don't want to miss this conversation, okay? Also, from Chuck Baldwin, new from Chuck Baldwin, NATO, the firefighter arsonist. I love that title. Um, yeah, you ought to read that. Uh, this is part of what I'm talking about. This, this article right here is part of what I'm talking about when I'm talking about the hypocrisy of the United States. Not Chuck Baldwin, but how he points out what's going on there. Also, SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, the Marxist approach has failed... Radical decentralization is the answer. Amen. It is. It really is. And then finally, boy, we're going to probably take this one on a little bit. Illinois cop not charged despite video showing him kill unarmed 13-year-old boy with his hands up. Now, this is the third boy in a week who is, well, he's just barely into his teens. The other ones we talked about were 12. Two of them were 12 where the cops killed him. One of them shot, uh, one of the boys, he was shot in the back by the cops. Oh, he was a threat. See, what they're doing is they're setting up a mentality of policemen to do whatever they want because they have qualified immunity. And everybody goes, oh, well, if they didn't have qualified immunity, none of them will work. Well, maybe that might be a good thing because they might think twice before they draw their weapon. They might think twice before they start using excessive, dead, excessive force and even deadly force against people in which there's no need to use it. And we're going to talk a little bit about that today, too. In fact, today's show is premised on this question. Is it ever okay or even incumbent to use deadly force against someone in authority? And let me just lay the groundwork here, and then we're going to bring my friend Bill on uh, truck driver theologian. He's been on. You guys like to hear Bill, and I love my conversations with Bill. Every time we talk, it's usually like two hours or something that we talk. And I'm, I'm not a big fan of talking on the phone. I'm really not. Um, but when we get on, it's always something. Uh, Bill gives a different perspective, or he has something going rolling around his head that he just he puts out. And uh, so let me set this up, and then we're going to bring Bill on. We're going to premise this on the Bible and the Constitution. Everybody's about the Second Amendment, okay? Uh, militia, it's needed for the security of a free state, right? Why is that? It's because it's a group of people or a community of people who are armed. 
What are they armed to do with? Is it to go talk politely to everybody? No, it's to go use force against tyrants. That's what it, to secure a free state, not a tyrannical state. They are armed to do violence. And violence is not always wrong. Just like when we talk about, you know, these people who are all positive thinking, this, that, and the other, and anything negative is, is bad. And No, it isn't. God says all things, right, are for our good, for those who love him and are called according to his purpose. All things work together. For, that means negative things, bad things, questionable things, at least from our perspective, work together for our good. So we have that going on. Then the second part of that says that the rights of the people shall not be infringed. I wish these courthouses would figure that out. I had to go turn in some paperwork at a courthouse yesterday. You know, go through the metal detector. Guy says, can you lift up your shirt? Oh, I see you got your holster there. And he kind of laughed. And I said, I, I wanted to be a smart aleck and say, yeah, because you guys won't follow the Constitution and you want to rob me of my right to carry my weapon in here, but you guys can carry them in here. Oh, well, we're, we're cops. We got a badge. Okay, but... I've known some cops to snap. Cops have a very high percentage of domestic violence in their own homes, oftentimes. Not all, but but they do as a as a as a people group. They have that kind of stuff. What if they snap and they start shooting their fellow officers or they get ticked off at somebody in the thing and they shoot them, right? Yeah, I, I should have, but I just had I had to get on with what I had to get on with. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's true, Bethany. I, I I'm not a big fan of it. I really ain't. Um, so that's, that's the first thing is the second amendment. Now, what is the Bible? What's the principles here? And we're going to dig into this. Well, we've got a command. You shall not kill. It really mean it, We learned it out of the new King James with our kids. You shall not murder. That's what it means because there is a place for killing in the defense of life in, um, uh, public executions where you're uh, administering justice. There is killing there. That's not murder. That's completely different. Okay, so he's, he, God says you shall not murder. So we're not advocating going out and finding people and killing them or, who are in authority or not in authority. We're not advocating any of that. And then the other part is the culmination of the second table of the law, which Jesus said the first table was when he would ask the question. The first table was to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And the second command is like it to what? Love your neighbor as yourself. Now, for some people, this is going to be a, a tricky thing because they're going to go, well, wait a minute. You you said you can't kill, okay, but, and you're to love your neighbor. So how can you kill somebody? Well, we're going to talk, we're going to talk about some of that uh, this morning. And Bill's got his, his camera off. Are you, are you there, Bill? Let me see if, let me see if he's there. Are you there, Bill? Yeah. Okay. Yes, I am. All right, I, I lost your video there, so hmm. anyway. Okay, so Bill, welcome to the Sons of Liberty. This is the truck driver theologian, and I'm I'm you know honored to call you my friend because uh, I, I've learned so much from you. You've really helped our family out a lot, but I, I'm always uh, prone to think about our conversations every time we have one, and I get excited about it because... It's something new for me. It's something that challenges me to put something together with things I'm already thinking of or whatever. And so it, with that with that said, welcome to the Sons of Liberty. Now, I can't turn him on because he doesn't have his camera on. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to see me at, uh, <laughs> four, at 4 o'clock in the morning. <clears throat> but, uh, but I'm glad to be with you. Who in the world comes up with these crazy uh, 
topics anyway. Oh, I, I think I did yesterday. I, I called you up because I wanted – I this is a topic I've been wanting to uh, to breach for a while. And I remember years ago, and some of you guys may remember the article, my friend Dean Garrison, uh, he's had some hard times here of recent, but he's he's finally got his site back. He's able to work a little bit over at DC Clothesline, DC Dirty Laundry. He put out an article. It just went viral. I don't know how many millions of views this thing got, but it was basically – what do you do when they when they come to your house for your guns? And right. Dean just said it straight out. You know, this is the reason you have a Second Amendment, because you know when they come take your guns. And I don't know what's going on with my camera. I don't know what caused it to do that. Uh, when they come to take your guns, the next thing they're coming to do is to squash you. And if you don't have any way to retaliate, they're going to do just that. So let's. I'm going to let you set the premise of this. Is it ever okay or even incumbent? to use deadly force against someone in authority and mainly we people people's minds will go to a police officer and we're not advocating violence towards police officers but what we are advocating is where men step in where police officers are behaving criminally that's what we're talking about okay that's what we're speaking about so bill i'm going to turn it over to you Tell us, tell us, uh, give us a give us a premise here. I've, I've sort of set it up with the foundation. You heard that as coming into the show. Uh, give us, give us a, l- a little bit to elaborate on, and we'll have a discussion about that. Yeah. First of all, let me tell, let me tell your guests about what I'm doing right now. Okay. Bringing a load of cherries from Salem, Oregon, to Fort Worth, Texas. I'm sitting outside of Decatur, Texas, uh, at a little picnic area. We spent the night here. High winds, a lot of dust yesterday, and we're going to unload this morning down in Fort Worth, and then. Grab another load and go to San Francisco, back to San Francisco. So that's what I'm. That's what I'm doing. If anybody wants to know, me and my trusty road dog, uh, my red nosed pit bull Ruger. <laughs> uh, now, I want I want to start this out by reminding your listeners of a term that we've all heard: it's cognitive dissonance. Mm-hmm. It, cognitive dissonance is in my in my colloquial uh, paraphrase is when you reject something that you know is true. Uh, it's, you have the, uh, you have the, it's like you shake your head and say it can't be, but you're looking at it. Uh, and um, that's cognitive dissonance. Uh, I have many times when you go by a pickup truck and you'll see a sample an example of cognitive dissonance. That's when they'll have the Gadsden flag. That's the don't tread on me flag right next to the Blue Lives Matters flag, which is a perversion of the U.S. corporate logo, by the way. But anyway, be that as it may, uh, who do they think is going to come and tread on them? It's not going to be... Now, if you're living down in Nuevo Laredo on the southern border, it could be the drug cartels, I guess. Uh and it could be the Crips and the Bloods if you're living in South Chicago. But most likely, if you have an unpleasant encounter with deadly force, it's going to be at the hands of one of a variety of different, quote-unquote, lawless enforcement agencies, uh, whether it be federal, state, or local. Um, and, and maybe even <laughs> maybe even the United Nations, the route we're going. Uh, but the point being is that these are the people whose task it is to um, deal with 
any insurrectionist, and they're and make no mistake about it, you know they're not. You know, I I I always often kid they need to change the signs on the on the police cars from protect and serve to search and destroy because they have a military mindset. They've received billions of dollars in funding to weaponize and to militarize and you know to train and the use of of military equipment and their rules of engagement are much more now like you would have in um uh fallujah or denang you know um in, in other words shoot first ask questions later uh, everyone is presumed hostile until uh you you've identified that their corpse has no weapons on it um the, the point being is um these are the people that are going to to come to your door uh whether it's cps they'll have local police with them if it's um you know a a, a cdc officer whether it's the jab whether it's uh you know, you you got a, a random report that you disciplined your child, uh, uh, you know, corporal corporally, uh, and uh, and and it, the point being is that, uh, you know, in my profession at least, you know, I, I ask people when you see blue lights behind you, do you get a warm fuzzy feeling? Oh, now I'm safe. The good guys are here. Or, or is your or is your natural reaction to sort of tense up and make sure you got your seatbelt on and make sure you're not speeding and make sure you, you know, whatever you had in your hand, you put it down or that the kids are all books. In other words, how do people respond? Uh, I grew up watching and you grew up watching, you know, shows like Andy Griffith, you know, and we had Mayberry and, um, and where law enforcement was like, they're the good guys. And I, I hate to say it, and while individual cops, you may have cops in your Rotary Club, you may have them in your hunting club, you may have some guys that come out to the shooting range, they may have them in your Bible study. But when cops get together, they act according to a certain mentality, and that's a mentality they're trained to act in, and that is a, a, a weaponized, militarized, attitude where they're most important they're they're trained from from the academy that your that your uh responsibility your first responsibility is to get home safe to your family come what may it doesn't matter what happens to the other guy what matters is that you get home now I, i'm i'm not a cop but i every day that i don't have an encounter with a cop is a good day i my younger brother brian who's now passed away he was a great guy. He was a man's man. He was great at anything as far as equipment or fishing or hunting. He could fix anything. And he became a cop. Uh, he was been a heavy equipment operator. He became a first off. He started as a firefighter. And then he, he became a cop. And when he became a cop, my brother changed. He, he took on an attitude that was dark and foreboding and menacing. And kind of crude and, and, and brusque and uh, kind of a bully. And uh, he was on the force for, oh, I don't know, half a dozen years. 
And then he had some, I don't know, had some issue and he left the force. And lo and behold, when he got rid of the uniform, he got rid of the badge. Uh, he, he went back to being my brother. He went back to being a, a great guy again. And who, who knew that it went with the job? Um, but it was people who talk about being second amendment advocates. You don't care if you're with GOA or NRA or, or American Firearms Association or who you're with. The fact of the matter is, is that it doesn't matter if you have a safe full of guns, if you aren't prepared to use them when you need them. And the question is, is are you more likely to need deadly force to protect yourself from a garden variety thug or from a tax funded thug? Someone who is ostensibly there to protect the status quo, whether that's the right to go into an abortion mill and murder your children without being uh, accosted by pesky gospel preachers or whether you're uh, or whatever it may be, uh, whether it's just to generate revenue, uh, you know, by, you know, by stopping people. And there's not a day goes by that I don't see strips, cars being strip searched along the side of the road uh, by officers. You think, well, did they have a tip or did they have an informant? Why? And they've got this automobile. It's usually a, a, a minority, but not always, but they're, they're unpacking the trunk and they're, got the car doors open and they got the dogs out and, and, and there's nothing in the constitution and there's nothing in the Bible, the word of God that authorizes uh, or gives the authority for a, a class of super citizen or hyper citizen, a class that exists as a buffer between the rulers and the proles that basically are there as the muscle, the paid muscle. But when you see these lines of cops, you know, at, at the Canadian conference or, or, you know, you saw the, the Canadian convoy and you see these riot, big cops in riot gears, riot gear and lined up, who do they think is going, who we're going to have to fight? And, you know, the fact is, is that repulses most people because we have been conditioned to think of police and sheriffs and state troopers and the military as our friends. And I said, well, if they're there to protect our liberty, our freedom, why are we losing our freedom? Uh, That's right. It's a good question. Maybe, you know, so, you know, nobody gives, nobody lays down their life for their freedom. Nobody gives their life for their freedom, for freedom. You give your life for somebody else's freedom. So I ask, I've asked pastors, I've asked gun enthusiasts and, and weapons experts, I said, if you come up on a scene where a young woman is being beaten by two big cops, being pulled out of a car, you pull, roll up to a, a gas station, and there's two squad cars, and they've got this other car boxed in, and they get this woman, they drag her out of the car, and they're beating her and her boyfriend, I mean, mercilessly, most people won't are not going to engage or in, in or because the cops will say step back and then they'll have they'll begin summoning summoning other police to pre- provide a perimeter and if you if you try to interfere or what they perceive as interfering you become the new threat and most people realize instinctively that they don't want to get hurt 
They want to go about their day. So they keep their heads down and try to just stay off the police radar and ignore what's going on. And so abuse gets, can, can go on and no one even in, engages the cop. I say, now, what if that was your daughter that they were doing that to? Are you going to stand by and say, honey, keep the faith. You know, I'll call the attorney. Are you, if you are, if you're bearing arms, are you going to draw down? Well, if you do, you better be prepared to fire because the first rule of weapon uh, discipline is don't, don't point your weapon at anything you're not willing to destroy. That's right. And, and if you, and in warfare, if you hesitate, you lose, you're dead. The other guy's not going to hesitate. Seconds count. And so, that, that cop is trained that if he perceives you as a threat, whether it's a, a squirt gun, whether it's a smartphone, whether it's Or it's a your knife, finger. It's your finger that's pointed like a gun. Exactly. They will take you out. And so the question is, is, is it ever lawful to protect yourself or your loved ones or your home or your neighbor to, for, to use deadly force to either restrict or take them out. I mean, the question, the idea is that what would you do? And I've had, I've had, like I said, I've had pastors, I've had weapons instructors. I've had guys who teach on the constitution and they, they, they really, they, they do not want to answer that question because they recognize that the cops, uh, if they respond with deadly force, the cop will go home and sleep like a baby. He won't miss a paycheck. You're going to miss dinner because you're going to be in the ground. If you survive the encounter and are acquitted by a jury of your peers, then you're going to have to consider, okay, where are we going to move? Because you won't be safe in that community because the, the, the police union and the people in the, 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 the people, the lemmings that make up American society will basically make life a living healthy because they will defend the cops. They will defend the cops. It's, it's, it's a case of Stockholm syndrome is that we have, we have, we worship the, 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 the boots on our neck. We, we, we somehow deify these people as, 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 uh, as, as wonderful people and, and genocide and tyranny goes through stages. You know, uh, people are divided into us and thems. And then they're forced to identify themselves. And then people are begin to face dis- systematic discrimination. And it goes on and on and on and on. And then, you know, uh, the gr- government creates specific groups to enforce their policies. And then the government broadcasts propaganda to turn the, p- the population into the group that is the enemy. Yeah. Bill, and let me... Let me action is taken to... To deal with them, so it, it, it we're you know the question people got to ask is where are we in that stage? Yeah, I I think there's two things going on. One is the people themselves are sort of I hate to use the term brainwashed, but basically that is what's going. They're indoctrinated to always submit to tyrannical uh, usurpations of authority. There's there's rightful and lawful authority, and then there's tyrannical usurpations of that authority. So they're taught to just submit to authority blindly. And, and you know, preachers have been teaching their congregations to do this, misinterpreting Romans 13 and such. Let me give a couple of examples, and this is over the past week. Um, this is this little video. I'm going to play this little clip here. This is from where the cops come in and take 
little baby Cyrus from his mother. And you can see this guy's got his whole, you know, his vest on with his magazines across the front. It's very militaristic, even though he's kind of, you know, in plain clothes underneath. And just the attitude that he's giving off here. Let me play this little clip, and I want to play one more that ties right into it, where they're actually murdering babies, and people are calling that out, and the facility doing it calls the cops to come in and stop the people from pointing out that they're murdering babies rather than going stopping the baby murders. Here's the first one. Can you leave? If no. If doesn't happen, then we, we arrest you. The officer told me that he, I could go with him in the ambulance into the hospital. Yeah, and I don't know what was said before then. I was, I was not a part of that conversation. You can't, you can't take him. You can't. This guy has no concern for her or for the baby. He keeps wanting to say it to justify the evil thing that he's fixing to do, which is take her baby and arrest her. This is a mother who breastfeeds her baby. They're a Christian couple. I'm just following orders. Little Nazi is what he is. And good for the people to go to his house and shame him. Good for you people out there in Idaho to go shame this guy. I've got his uh, name up on the uh, on my Facebook page. I can't think of it right now. I'm gonna, I'm gonna scroll through here where he where he really gets snarky with her. But I'm such a chump, I'm such a compromised man that I don't know how to stand up for right and wrong. Yeah, this is a clear violation of the Fifth Amendment. All this CPS nonsense is a violation of the Fifth Amendment. There's no doubt about that. You can go on your merry way. Hear that? Hear the? Hear the attitude from this cop here? You can, you give him to me, and you can go on your merry way. Now, what mother is going to submit to that? Now, there's another video, and these guys... This is not medical research. These guys this right here... This is not medical research. This is ri- ridiculous. Every aspect of the hip they are at, oath, it totally defies this. They are at the um, Planned Parenthood, okay? They are at the Planned Parenthood that was featured uh, by David Deladian and uh, the Center for Medical uh, Progress... Several years back, they were they were selling the baby body parts of aborted children. Mm-hmm. Nothing ever happened to the, the people at Planned Parenthood who were doing this. They turned it on David, okay, and they attacked him. And here are these guys. We're going to have AJ. He, him and, I, I don't know if his wife's going to join us, but AJ is going to try to join us next week, Monday or Tuesday. I don't know which day. But he's the guy here, and he is a, a believer 
and they are out there and they're calling out what's going on. And as you move along through the video, you see them here. And then here's what happens. Planned Parenthood gets the protection of what you just said, the tax-funded thugs to come in and to silence the people who are calling out their crimes while they continue to commit them. And the disconnect here from the guys who, who, who take an oath to uphold the law, they turn the law on its head and they attack those who are exposing it. Take a look at this. And I know the camera angle sideways can't help that. that Apple of these guys. But you see, they're showing them what's happening right behind them. They won't look. They won't listen. All they can think of is, you're trespassing. There's like four or five cops here for three people. One man and two women. And then as you, I'm going to move forward just a little bit. They won't leave. And you can see all the cops are donning their little vests. All their magazines out front, their radios, their weapons out. Of course, all of them have their shame muzzles on. They should be ashamed of themselves. And then as we move along in the video, you'll start seeing they're arresting the people. And AJ actually gets down to the floor and uh, and they had to roll him over to handcuff him. But this is how the agents of the state work. They are there to protect the criminals. They are not there to protect you. They're there to protect the criminals. Not only Planned Parenthood uh, themselves, but also corrupt politicians. We've seen this in D.C. We've seen what they do there. They make a big deal out of doing that. They want to take your weapons if you go into any public uh, building. And it is public. So what authority does the Constitution give either lawmakers or those who, quote-unquote, enforce the law, that are uncon- and they're unconstitutional because the real law enforcers of uh, our our country is who? The militia. It's the people. Article 1, Section 8, Clause 15. So, Bill, when we see this, we see, one, we've got a cop wanting to take a woman's baby. Okay? And not only do I consider that just reprehensible, I think it's unbiblical. I think it's unconstitutional. I was mentioning the Fifth Amendment. You don't, you don't take property, life, liberty, or any of that stuff Unless somebody's been indicted or, you know, they've been found guilty of something. That's the only time you do that. You don't you don't go take people's babies from their homes and say, oh, you might get them back in a, in a couple of days or something. And to the point where they're they're pushing people out away from calling out the the brutal dismemberment and murder of the most helpless Americans among us. I if this if these aren't instances where you use deadly force if you need to to deal with these kind of thugs, this organized crime unit, I don't know what what's a, what's a situation where you can do that. Well, look, uh, you know, most people on a Friday, you know, they want to ramp down, they want to they want to prepare to have a good time on the weekend and to relax, and to basically they don't want to think really hard, and they certainly don't want to be, you know, now angry is anger is sort of cathartic, and sometimes I mean I can tell you, you know, you played two instances. If you wanted to, you could play. You could air those all day, every yep, day. Yep, you can. Because, because they happen all day, every day. Children are taken from homes. Children are arrested in public schools, handcuffed, tased. Parents are, 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 are have their, their uh, the Fourth Amendment uh, right to, you know, be safe in their person and effects and, uh, you know, protection against uh, uh, search and seizure and, and First Amendment. And, and every day you'll have... 
Christians outside of, of killing centers where the cops are there only to make sure that they do not violate the noise ordinance by uh, calling to the women to not murder their children uh, under 110 decibels. Uh, so here's the thing. If people, you know, I, I think that what's happened is that, that pastors and Americans just in general have gotten, what, what, what they've done is, is, um, is we've covered our, our understanding, uh, um, modern would-be leaders have apparently applied a thin veneer of pietism and humanistic naivety to their recollection of history. Uh, they evidently envision uh, that we're more sophisticated now, our methods and, and our understanding and is, is, is sophisticated, and, and they do that while they're discounting modern forms of tyranny. Now, to my knowledge, and as far as I can read in the Bible, uh, good men today are, are, not more, are not better than good men in the past, nor evil men less evil than evil men in the past. Amen. Uh, in history, the history that I read is covered with blood on both sides, good and evil. You know, we all applaud, you know, uh, William Wallace and Braveheart when he says all men, all men die, but not all men really live. That's right. You know, and, 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 and the point is, is that you don't die. Nobody dies for their freedom. They die for somebody else's freedom. <laughs> you know, you, you, and, well, that, and, well, hey, and, that's a, that's a great thing because, because we see that in the picture of Jesus, right? I, he, who, the man who loves lays down his life for his friends, right? And Jesus says, I call you friends. And he lays down his life not for his own freedom. He lays it down for their freedom and for our freedom. So you're exactly right. That's a biblical principle that goes on. I mean, you, you give you an example. I mean, I'm old enough, and you are too, to remember Waco. And we watched that. The American people watched that unfold on 6 o'clock news. Now, you know, a number of innocent individuals, men, women, and children, were incinerated. And, 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 and yet the, all of the condolences, all of the heartfelt, uh, you, know, you know, prayers and, and well wishes went out to the families of the, the ATF agents that were, that were killed. Uh, while they were incinerating a bunch of uh, of women and children. Yep. So I mean, we we've got a really screw. You know, and and, and I, 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 here's here's the question. We can't obviously deal with this for all all morning, but here's what needs to happen in my estimation. We want to move forward. And again, it's it's you know, forget Washington, forget state politics. You have no influence at that level. No sense in in wasting your buttermilk. You know where you <clears throat> where you you. You, you know, you have no influence, no clout. You work locally. I think what needs to happen, and it needs to happen where we regain not just a sense of a, of a biblical faith, but of a, man, of a manly demeanor. Men need to be men, not soy boys. And, um, and we need to speak. When I speak to police officers, I speak to them like I'm speaking to a regular person. Yep. You know, I don't, they are. I don't bow down. I don't bow down to them, and I and I don't and I don't. And that's called a command posture. 
you need to speak to them like they work for you without being overtly disrespectful. Right. It's just like if you have if you have employees, they work for you. You pay them their their checks, but you don't talk to them. You don't talk down to them, and I don't talk down to police, but I don't talk up to them either. And uh, and the same way with officials. Uh, with public officials, so-called magistr- magistrates or politicians, what needs to happen at the local level is that people need to investigate how to get referendums submitted for approval by voters within a locale, whether it be the community or a township or their or their county, to where first of all, um, citizens get to participate in law enforcement um, screening and training and where ethics and constitution uh, are are part of that of that training most most cops if you if your listeners have watched any of these uh, you know uh, second amendment or first amendment auditors most most police officers don't, couldn't give a rat's patoot about yep. your constitutional rights or, or the law. The law, the law is what they say it is, and if they don't know what it is, they'll make it up. Uh, so there needs to be, uh, you know, and we, you know, it takes more. It takes more classroom time to get a uh, to get a license to be a cosmetologist or to do, uh, you know, pedicures than it does to carry a gun and be a law, lawless enforcement officer. Why is it that when two cops walk into a Burger King strapped, uh, no one glances, no one, no one gives it a second thought? But if you or I walk into a Burger King and we're open carrying, you know, people start talking and somebody's going to call nine one one. Yep, I guarantee it. Yeah, and then and then you're going to go, you're going to, and even in those states where you're quote unquote permitted to do that, you're still going to have to explain yourself, and it's going to be a hassle, and it's going to eat up your time and, and you and any time you are, are are armed and you're in contact with law enforcement it's always tense you can tell they're tense they're nervous because they have been trained that you're the enemy and that their first priority is to go home safe to their loved ones the hell with you that's the, that is their that's their training yes and there are there, there are people who go around and that's what they do they train law enforcement agencies in this mindset so that they will kill without hesitation and sleep like a baby. Uh, there was just a case recently where, uh, you know, a cop was not, not, only, not only the actual encounters, violent encounters, but a cop rapes a 14 year old girl and does it for years. And they, and the DA and the judge are going to drop all charges. Yep, he doesn't yep. have to register as a, a sex offender. Now I'm sorry. Now I know that people, when they read stories like that, blood shoots out of their eyeballs and their testosterone level spikes a little bit, and they say something to the effect, if that was my daughter, that guy'd be dead. Yeah, he wouldn't make it well, to the court. That's right. Well, but the fact is, is that that's not true. That's bravado, that's machismo, that's testosterone, because when, when push comes to shove, most men wouldn't do any more than that, guy's, than that girl's dad did. Why? Because at the end of the day, this is a... This is a God class. This is a class of, 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 of lesser deities, and we have been taught to exalt them. Yeah. And so to get that down on the level, first of all, you need to, people need to know the names of the cops. They need to be able to identify them. 
They need to know the name of their police chief or their county sheriff. They need, when they see deputies on the street, they need to engage them, not avoid them. Hi, I'm a, I'm a, uh, I see that you're a, a, a police officer in our community. Uh, I've lived here all my life. I don't know you. What's your name? My name is so-and-so. What's your name? How long have you been here? What did you do before you did this? Engage them in a conversation. Make, force them to, to see you as people. And yeah, as, a, as, a, as even a, as even a friend instead of the enemy. Let me give a couple of instances here because uh, we're running short on time. I don't know if you want to stay over or not, but uh, no, I can't. Okay, let me give three quick instances uh, of for the pietists out there. You know, maybe they're like John Piper who says, "Well, I won't, I won't use deadly force on somebody because they might not be a Christian. They'd go out and do a, a eternity and all, all this kind of stuff. They give us this kind of spiel." First of all, let's take Moses. Exodus, tw- uh, Exodus chapter 2, verses 11 and 12, it says, It came to pass in those days when Moses was grown that he went out unto his brethren and looked on their burdens, and he spied an Egyptian smiting in Hebrew, one of his brethren. Uh, this idea that, that Moses didn't know his heritage and was worshiping false gods, that's not what went on in his life. He knew it because his mom came, they brought his mom in. Remember, Miriam followed the basket, brought his mom in. He was taught who he was. He knew who he was. And he saw one of his brethren, and he looked this way and that, and when he saw there was no man, he slew the Egyptian and hit him in the sand. The Bible didn't, doesn't say he did anything wrong. Another one comes from Genesis chapter 14. We read this the other week. This is Abram when he finds out Lot has been kidnapped, right? And it says, And when Abram heard that his brother was taken captive, he armed his trained servants, born in his own house, 318. He's got a small militia here. And pursued them unto Dan, and he divided himself against them, he and his servants by night, and smote them, and smote them. That means killed them, okay? And pursued them unto Hobah, which is on the left hand of Damascus, and he brought back all the goods, and also brought again his brother Lot and his goods, and the women also and the people. And then, if that isn't enough for you, Okay, Moses and Abraham, two of the big men of the faith of the Old Testament, all right, that were friends of God. Let's take his own son, the Lord Jesus. What does he do when he sees what's going on in the temple? And it wasn't even something where somebody's, you know, life was at stake. Well, maybe their livelihood was, so it endangered their life. The money changers there in the temple, what does he do? He goes and makes a cord, a whip, and he drives them out. And so if... If this violent reaction to this this evil practice, whether it's among kings or whether it's among masters to slaves or any of those kinds of things or whatever the case may be, that is not condemned in Scripture. So if you're a pietist who says, hey, we don't get involved with that, this, that, and the other, you know, our thing is spiritual, you've been led by Marxists. You've not been led by Scripture. You've been led by Marxists to stand down when you should be standing up. I want to throw those out there. We've got about three and a half minutes, Bill. Do you want to kind of comment on any of that as far as what Scripture says to those things? Well, uh, I mean, there's any number of things to say. You know, most of our conversations are sort of organic. You know, they just sort of we meander all over the landscape. And so to be pointed at this, at this point, I would say again, uh, the goal of all government, civil government, church government, family government, is to train up people that are capable of godly self-government under Christ, based on the, the, the moral laws of God. Uh, and we're, I, as a society, obviously we are not, we are not in a position to, 
to not, you know, to de- you know, defunding the police or getting rid of police is, is not is not a step that that can be taken in the short term. Um, you know, it, given the kind of s- the structure of society that we have, but people need to personalize the police. They need to police need to personalize the citizens. We need to uh, invoke our our work towards removing their qualified immunity so that the victim of a or the family of a victim who is basically murdered by cops can sue those cops civilly take their pension take their home take their bank account if that's what it takes you know to recover uh you know uh damages uh there, there needs to be in check now people say well all the things we've got to worry about why are you talking about this i mean putin is invading I, 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 Ukraine, for heaven's sake! Look, it's it's <laughs> that's a distraction. That's a distraction. Meanwhile, we've got tyranny that we used to refer to as soft tyranny, and it's getting harder every day. And if, if you and if you look at the COVID restrictions, the mass mandates, the vaccine mandates, the CPS abuse, um, every day, if you pay attention, it's out there. Most people don't want to pay attention; they want to keep their head in the sand. Stay off the radar, live their life, and 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 uh, live long and prosper. But um, that's not how life works. We are, we're only we're only here for a short time, and I think first. So and people aren't going to demonstrate real real moral courage unless they've got the issues of their eternal uh, destination out of control. So I recommend if if you're going you're, if you're not going if you don't know that you're in Christ if you don't know that you are that you've already been raised from the dead, that you're seated with him in heavenly places, that this body is nothing to be loved and hung on to. It's going to perish. It's going to turn back to dust. Uh, my future is in, is in eternity. Uh, I, I don't fear death. You know, I, you, you know, those who are in Christ, those who fear God don't fear death. Perfect love and, casts out and, fear. Yep. And, and so until, you're, until you've got that squared away, you, you probably are not going to ex- operate at a, at a high level of moral courage. I just pray that when that if I happen to come upon a situation where police or anybody, for that matter, is being—I've only had to pull a gun twice and, and on anybody, and both times they were to protect somebody else. Uh, they were never to protect me. Uh, although I often say if somebody hurt my dog. That would probably provoke me to wrath quicker than if they hurt me. Yep, Bill, hang but, on, uh, hang on, hang on, hang over for just a couple of minutes, and I'll let you go. Okay, uh, guys, we're gonna just let Bill finish his thoughts on the other side of this, and then we'll close out. Catch Bradley at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and we'll see you in the morning with Kate Shimrani at 8 a.m. Bright and early, Lord willing. Uh, hang on, we're gonna let Bill finish his thoughts, and then we'll close out the show. Okay, I want to welcome everybody coming over from Red State Talk Radio and Bill. I just want to give you a minute or two because I know you got to go uh, to finish your thought that you were you were doing there because we we're running out of time. No, I just uh, I mean, listen, everybody pays lip service to you know the idea of the gospel and Jesus and so on and so forth. I think real I think moral courage begins with uh, with spiritual certainty, and so I, I, I you know I, I think if you're going to live as a free man. Uh, then you need to make sure you're free, and and, and freedom starts with uh, freedom from sin and death, and that and the fear of, of of the tyranny of sin and death. That comes through Jesus Christ alone, 
and uh, rec- recognizing that he is the Lord of life, that he is the resurrection and the life, and those who believe in him will never die. You know, it's hard to stop a man who's not afraid of dying. And, um, and, and it's hard. To, so I think that that's the, the, you know, I'm always remember, reminded of the verse that they love, they overcame by the blood of the lamb, by the word of their testimony, and because they did not love their life even to death. You know, uh, history, you know, the present is not, we're, it's not inhabited by a better class of people than lived 500 years ago. We're not more enlightened. We're not more, we're not morally superior. There's always been sin. There's always been people who did the right things. There's always been people who did the wrong things. Um, and so if we think that because we live in a more, you know, technologically sophisticated world than they did, that we're somehow elevated, that we're better. Let me tell you something. When you see evil, it's evil. And it was evil a thousand years ago. It's evil today. Uh, most people live insulated lives. And one of the reasons why guys in the military and law enforcement get so hard is because they do see the underbelly. They do see how evil evil is. They see death. Most people have never seen a dead body, you know, uh, nowadays. And so I think uh, we, people got to quit insulating themselves. We need to get real. First of all, we need to get uh, in Christ. And that's where everything starts. And moral courage, protecting your family. Uh, if you're afraid of dying, you're going to give pause. Uh, I pray that you know, if it ever comes down to me or somebody else, that I'm, that I, without hesitation, I would, I would say, take my life. Amen. You know, I'm going to risk my, I'm going to, you know, so that that, you know, as a truck driver, you know, I'd rather hit that bridge abutment and take my life than to hit that, hit that van and take four lives. You know, that's a trade I'm willing to make because I'm, I'm never going to die. My life is hidden with Christ and God. Amen. I'm eternal. So, uh, you know, so anyway, that's about all I got to say on this Friday morning. Okay. All right, Bill, I appreciate you so much coming on and uh, and this discussion. I think it, I hope it'll spark some things in people's minds uh, who may be either pietistic or they may be uh, a little on the fence on this issue. It'll give you something to mull over, something to uh, take to the scriptures, something to um, call upon God about. Because as we said the other day, Repentance is key here on this issue, too. And repentance, when you get down to it, is a change of mind. It is a change of mind. The, what you, the way you think about something, that we, normally we talk about it as repentance towards God, uh, about turning from sin and such. And so with that said, uh, this has to be an issue in which the church is going to have to repent. And we're going to have to turn from what the hirelings in the church have told us to do, which is just to submit to any authority, whether it's a usurped authority or whether it's a legitimate authority. And I believe in submitting to legitimate authorities uh, who are acting lawfully. That's one thing. But when they when they go lawless, uh, there is a responsibility that we have, especially in this country, because who's the king of this country? Well, we have no king but Jesus, but the sovereigns in the country are the people themselves. And that's that's outlined in our founding documents. It's us. We have to be the ones who who stand up and do our duty. We have rights, which are authorities, to do duties which God has commanded us. So with that said, uh, you guys go, repent, do your duty before God today, and uh, we'll talk to you in the morning at 8 a.m. with Kate Shimarani. Don't miss Bradley at 3 p.m. See ya.